0: Hey everybody! This is Bobby Sandlin,
1: and I'm Becca Sandlin. And this, and this is praise is
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
2: King of Hallelujah. He's making intercession for every same redeemed. His mercy reaches low. His majesty is high. The lily of the valley, the broken, better life, the door to heaven's glory, the bright and morning star. Everything I needed.
0: morning, everybody. hope everybody's having a wonderful Monday morning. Uh, we're back uh, today. Uh, sorry we missed last week. We missed everyone. Uh, we were just overwhelmed and just really busy with revival, mm-hmm. and we just wasn't able to get an episode out to you guys, so we apologize for that. But we're here today, and uh, we're glad to be back.
1: Yeah, yeah, we uh, skipped on you f- last week, but um, definitely was a busy time. Um uh, Yeah, those of you that's held revivals at your church and you know trying to keep up with you know making sure the evangelist is good and all that stuff, Um, plus Easter and parties and we have two little girls that have birthdays right around this exact time, so we just were busy doing all that other stuff and um, we just we didn't have a chance to to put anything out there, so we apologize.
0: Yeah. So speaking of the revival, we had a wonderful revival. We had Brother uh, David Bradley and Sister Darla. Mm-hmm. And we just enjoyed them. They just outdone themselves and uh, really revived our church. Yeah, and they're they're just such a blessing, and uh, we love them uh, so much.
1: Love them my sight. You know, yeah. If you've never heard Brother David preach, you have really missed out. And uh, Sister Darla can just flat sing she is so good so anointed both of them so if uh you guys are listening shout out to you guys we love you so much <laughs> so i guess that leads us to our discussion for today um i'm not one to really get really personal and i don't really like to tell other than like close family and stuff a whole lot i'm pretty private on certain things especially um spiritually which is silly but that's just how i am and um but today we are going to be talking about just that. <laughs> so bear with me if i get emotional or um just don't really know what to say or if i just don't say much at all. i'm going to try my best but just bear with me. And um i pray that this really helps somebody. i really felt really felt to tell this. And uh if you're out there and you're one that is going through what i'm about to tell you i've went through um just know god can do it for you too because our little saying here is if god did it for them he can do it for you and he did it for me so i know he can do it for you yeah. so uh i don't really know when it exactly started but i went through a really really dark time uh spiritually and uh again i don't i don't really know how it started i just i don't know the devil will tell you things and um there are always lies, but eventually you just start believing something. You know, you hear something said to you over and over, and then you start thinking, "Well, maybe that's true." Um, you start believing those things, and I, that's just what happened. Um, I got to a point to where no matter what I did or felt like I did or tried to do or just while I was praying and stuff, I just felt like I couldn't get anywhere. Like I was just in this really big slump, and um, I'm sure everybody's been there, but. Just in a rut is the best way I could describe it. And, um, I just couldn't get out no matter how much I prayed, no matter how much I, you know, tried to depend on the Lord, because I know that's where my help comes from. Like I knew that the whole time being in this spiritual battle, like I knew, you know, my help comes from the Lord and that's where I need to run to. But it just felt like no matter what I did, I couldn't get my breakthrough. I couldn't, couldn't get through, um, Get the help that I needed. And um, so I just kept telling myself, Lord, if just praying to the Lord, you know, if this is a a growing situation for me or a learning moment, help me to be patient, help me to have understanding and just keep me in this time because I'm really struggling. Like this is this is hard. And um time went on and I got to the point where almost while I was praying, I just felt like, well. You know, I ain't gonna feel the Lord's, you know, praying again. But I'll try it because I knew that's where my help comes from. I knew that's where I would have to go. So I would still try to pray, still read, still seek the Lord. But I got to the point to where I was just like, well, I won't feel anything. This, I'm, it ain't gonna happen today. And it would just be a quick little, you know, five ten minute prayer. And if I didn't feel like it was going anywhere, I'd just get up and say, well, I'll try again later. And, um, this went on for i want to say months i don't know exactly the time frame, but anyways, revival was coming, and the Bible tells us not to esteem anybody or ourselves above anybody else, but I do have a lot of confidence in Brother David and Sister Darla, and I knew if anybody could get a hold of the Lord it'd be them so i um I knew this would be my time, and I was just believing in the Lord that he would um come by and He'd meet me there. So revival rolls around and the first two services were so good. And um, and throughout this whole time, it's not that I wasn't feeling the Lord at all. There would be times that um, you know, I'd really feel the Lord and I knew he was still with me. It's just when you get in that spiritual slump of I'm not progressing, I'm not, I don't want to be satisfied with where I'm at and i felt like i couldn't get any further every time i'd pray every time i tried to do anything for the lord i felt like i was hitting a wall and um so and it was just really making me really down and just depressed i guess and i i didn't like it i didn't like how i was becoming i didn't like the way i felt and the lord knows the desires of my heart and that's to be a servant for him and i want to do things for him but i felt like i just couldn't i couldn't do anything so the first two services of revival were outstanding so good but you know the devil just kept telling me that um well there goes night number one service number one and you didn't get your breakthrough and you know if you haven't felt the Lord tonight you'll never you won't feel him the rest of the time because you know service was amazing and um night number two same thing so good Um, I was so thankful to have my mom in service with me. I don't get to see her a whole lot. She lives in Kentucky. So I was so thankful to have her there with me. Service was amazing. You know, people getting help and still nothing. I mean, nothing that I felt like I was getting a. you know, Lord was coming by just for me. Night number three rolls around. This is Friday night and um, felt like the service just, it would get high and then it just wouldn't wouldn't actually roll over, I guess. However, you would say that just wouldn't break through. And I don't know if the Lord was just allowing it that way, which I'm going to believe that's what it was. But it just it'd get high and then it drop back down. And so Brother David actually got to preach that night, and his title was something like "The Devil's Greatest Awards" or something like that. Do you remember what it was?
0: Something along those lines. I can't remember exactly what it was, but. It was something along with Devil's Rewards or something. Yeah.
1: Well, he was pulling out, um, he used the, like illustrations of um, medals. So like one would say the his greatest fall and um, the biggest sore loser. And um, do you remember some of the other ones?
0: Um, he's a liar. Yeah. Biggest liar.
1: There were a few different ones. I think he had like maybe seven altogether. together, like that. And I knew the whole time during preaching, the uh, Lord was really ministering to me. He was really talking to me. But He really kept emphasizing um, that the devil's a liar and um, you know the things He says, He lies. And uh, I just really knew that this was for me. I kept begging the Lord before the revival started, Lord, please give Brother David a message, something that would prick my heart, something that would stir my soul, something. I needed something. I needed the um I needed to be revived but I needed something to help me push on until Lord the Lord got me out of this slump of you know whatever reason he had me there I needed help and um so I I knew I knew the whole time he was preaching I'm like thank you Lord like I know this is for me so towards the end of the message he um I forget exactly what he even said but something along the lines of someone needed to hear that the devil was a liar and um anyways he was looking for someone to step out of the crowd and um he asked some he pulled someone out of the crowd and i just kept saying lord please send him to me like i know this is for me but just have him come get me and uh sure as the world he did and um he came to me and he told me he said sis there's more for you and you haven't even scratched the surface and I mean, it just hit me like a ton of bricks, like, you know, I was so thankful that the Lord, you know, hears me because I felt like my prayers weren't even getting any more than out of my mouth. So I was just so humbled that, you know, that the Lord would, one, hear me pray. I mean, I knew that message was for me. So I was so thankful that the Lord gave Brother David a message, but also that he came to me as I was asking him, Lord, please send him. He did. And... um you know, so thankful for that. So I stepped out and I knelt down at the altar and started praying. Well, not the altar. I was at the pew, but the pew closest to the altars. And um, I just started praying and I just felt the Lord so strong and which I hadn't felt in like, I felt like years, but it was, you know, weeks or months. And um, I just remember, I just thanking the Lord that he was, you know, reviving me and, just I just felt so good in my soul, and I just I knew that the Lord was there, and He was there for me. And um, we, we got up and um, still just thanking the Lord, praising the Lord. And uh, Sister Darla came up to me and started praying for me, and I felt the Lord so strong again. And um, she started prophesying to me, and the Lord spoke to me. And uh, I'm not going to remember word for word, and I'm sorry about that, but um, I'll remember uh, the Lord said He was going to give me a boldness to say the hard things, um, and that I would be able to reach people in ways that others couldn't. And um, He told me that um, not to worry about my past, and that He longed for me to seek Him more, to let His Spirit freely flow through me. And... um, such a humble spirit just hit me and, uh, I just bawled like a baby the whole time. Um, because it's amazing to think that the creator of the world, you know, the one that holds the universe and, um, just, you know, he, he hears our prayers even when we feel like we don't. And, um, it's just, I was so humbled that, he would come specifically to talk to me and just to help me. And, um, you know, I didn't even realize some of the things that the Lord was telling me, like to forget about my past. I didn't even realize that. um, I let that hold me back a lot. I giggle all the time because I say it all the time, but because I didn't grow up holiness and I didn't grow up around a lot of this stuff. I didn't grow up around prophecy and speaking in tongues. And I didn't grow up with that stuff. Um, I let the devil tell me a lot of times that I'll never be able to have those things or be able to be really used by God because I'm, well, one, that I'm not worthy enough. But two, that I didn't grow up with that stuff. So how would I even know, knowing good and well that that's not, you know, that's not true, but I do. I, I would let that stuff hold me back so much. And, you know, I didn't even realize until the Lord had told me that to forget about my past. And, um, it's just, it's amazing to me. And, you know, the things that all the time, like I pray, like, Lord, give me a boldness, Lord, you know, begging the Lord to please come and help me. And, not feeling like my prayers are even getting heard by even myself, hardly. Like, I I felt like it was just air and that was it. And to know that literally almost word for word of the things that I've prayed about, the God of the universe heard them. And how people go and go on with life and even question that there even is a God is beyond me. Because no one else heard my prayers in my bedroom, me by myself with the Lord, praying these things. And here he is speaking them exactly to me, the things that I've prayed about, no one else knows about. And um, I was just so humbled that he would come to help me, little old me. And if anybody, if you know me, you know I don't have much confidence in myself. I'm a very self-conscious person. I don't feel like I'm good enough for anything. So for the Lord to tell me that He was going to use me, that's my heart's desire. And I want to be pleasing to Him, but the devil uses that against me all the time, that I'm not good enough. And um, I'm just so thankful for that. But after service, after after Darla had prayed for me and service had ended and I knew I got my breakthrough, I I mean, I knew without a shadow of a doubt that the Lord had came and pulled me out of that slump and just freed my soul from that darkness that I was in. Um, a lady from Brother Drake and Sister Emily's church um, came over to me and she said, I felt so strong to come tell you. She said, but I, I let You know, the crowd and stuff hinder me. But she said, anyways, I told the Lord as soon as service is over, I will go tell her. But she came over to me and she said, I just, I had to tell you that God told me to tell you that he's got you in the palm of his hand and that he sees you at night wondering how he's going to move, but not to worry about tomorrow because he's got everything under control. And when the devil tells you that you're not worthy or valuable, you tell him that you are because he's a liar it's tough like that. Uh, it just amazes me that the Lord knows exactly what we need to hear. Because like I just told you, I always feel like I'm not good enough or valuable enough to the Lord for Him to use. And He's so good to us just to come by and tell you exactly what you need to hear. And uh, I'm so thankful, so thankful for that. Uh, it's been a, what a week and a half, almost, and the joy that I've felt in my soul since has been amazing. Just the freedom and that I have felt just talking about stuff or even just thinking about it has choked me up so more times than I can count since last Friday, and um, it's amazing that people go on through life and don't live with the Lord. Because he's so real. If you could just get a taste or just feel a little bit of what I feel in my soul, I know you would want more. So if you're one out there that doesn't have the Lord in your life, or if you're one that has contemplated if the God's even real, I promise you he is. And if you're out there and you have gone through this thing, or if you're going through something similar, I promise you that the Lord will come by and He's gonna help you. Because if he did it for me, little old me, then I know he can do it for you. And um, I just wanted to get on here. I'm not one to really say a whole lot about this stuff. I'm pretty private. I didn't even tell my husband or anybody that I was even battling anything like this. I tried to keep it all, all under control, make it look like I was just fine and dandy. You know, I have a family. I have kids I have to take care of. I have a husband that I have to take care of. And... I didn't want anyone to feel or notice that I was not fine, but the Lord knows all things. And I'm so thankful for that. Like I said, if you're one of those that is battling the same thing, one, I'm praying for you, but two, the Lord knows exactly where you are and he's there to help. Just call out to him because I know he hears you. Even if it feels like he don't, I promise you he does. Cause he's proved that to me over and over again. And, um, yeah like I said, I didn't really want to get on here, but I just felt too strong to to not do that. I knew I needed to, so I praise this bless somebody
0: yes, and uh like she said if if you don't know the Lord, he's always there, you can always talk to him, like she said, you can call up on him, and he died for us mm-hmm. and uh he shed his precious blood so we could live mm-hmm. and um He just knows where we're at. He knows our situation. He knows our circumstances. He knows what you're going through. Mm -hmm. Hold on to Him and trust in Him. He is always faithful. Yeah. And uh, we enjoyed your testimony, and we just uh, hope this encouraged somebody. And, uh, you know, if you're fighting the fight, just keep fighting. Stay strong. Trust in the Lord. He is always there.
1: Yeah. I did want to say one thing before we got off of here to top off revival as if it wasn't good already. The very last service, Easter Sunday morning, our nine-year-old little boy came home from church and, um, told us, he said, uh, I got saved today. And we said, what? You did? We said, well, what happened? And, uh, he said, well, while Brother David was up preaching, he preached on the stone roll away. And, um, he said, while he was up preaching, he said, the Lord was just really pounding on my heart really strong. And he said, I knew I had to pray. And um, you had asked him, Well, what'd you do?
0: Yeah, I so said, What did you say? And he said, I asked the Lord to forgive me of my sins. Mm-hmm. And he said, I told him I would serve him and uh work for him.
1: And worship him forever.
0: Yes. And uh, and it's it's honestly it's that simple. Yeah that simple if you're kind of thinking to yourself uh you know i wish i could be saved i wish i could you know get in church mm-hmm. you know it's it's really that simple
2: yeah
0: i thought romans 10 and 9 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the lord jesus and shall believe in thy heart that god have raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved mm-hmm. now, if you're listening to this today you can be saved yep. god can change your life he can turn you around You know, like Beck said earlier in this episode, he knows where you're at. Yeah. He knows what you're going through. He knows your need, your situation. Yeah. Just give it to him.
1: Yeah, he's always here to help. He's just waiting on you to reach out. You got it. Yeah, it'll be the easiest and best thing you've ever done in your entire life. I promise.
0: So, yeah, our family is definitely revived. I'm sure you guys can tell. And uh, we're just uh, still just on cloud nine of this revival. Yeah. And uh, we just want to be uh, a help to somebody, and we hope this helped you. And um,
1: and I want to say, too, sorry for my stumbling. Sorry for my—if <laughs> uh, I repeated myself, I am so sorry. Even in getting up to testify in church, I do the same thing. I like feel like I ramble, and I stutter, and I say all the things that I wasn't meaning to say and nothing that I was going to say. So I'm sorry about that, but I hope— I hope the Lord helped me get it, my point across. So,
0: And with that, uh, we hope this encouraged you. And like we say on this all the time, if God did it for them, He can do it for you. Yeah. We just hope and pray that this episode helped you today. And with that, Lord willing, we'll see you next Monday. See ya. Have a good one.
2: Now, there have been times every now and then